Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now here's your host, Richard Carthon. Did you know that Cryptocurrent now has its own apparel shop? Well, look no further. If you want the latest gear from the Cryptocurrent crew, please check out both our show notes and our website where you can get anything from a long sleeve shirt to joggers to sweatshirts to tank tops, hats. You name it, we have some pretty swagged out gear for you. So if you're in love with our brand just as much as we are, please check out our gear today. everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a very special guest that you have probably heard before if you are on TikTok and see all the amazing things like Factor Cap. We have the one and only party shirt. How are y'all doing today? Never, Never better. better. Thanks for having us, Richard. It's great to be on. Yes, great Sunday <laughs> and not a complaint in the world. Yep. Absolutely, man. Well, excited to have both of you. Um, I want to first, before we dive into all the amazing things you have going on with your amazing NFT project launching really soon called Superstars, before we dive into all of that, I want to first learn a little bit more about both of you. Can you give us a little background on yourselves? Yeah, so just quickly on me, born and raised in Australia, you know, sort of always have been interested in entertainment and sort of business. So I had a startup um, when I was in high school. We raised a couple million in venture capital. I moved out to LA to run that. We ended up selling that. I went to USC, got interested in music, and that's how I connected with Ivy. And that was about 2016, and we've been working yeah. together since. So. Yeah, and then I'm from Orange County. Um, and then my best friend from high school was his roommate in college at USC. So that's how we got connected. And then I pretty much just lived with them while they were at USC, just couch surfing. And then... However many years yeah, later, here we are. Like Finally decided to move six, in seven. back in like 2019. Yep. And then we're like, all right, let's really do this thing. Oh, that's great. And I mean, talk about Tommy. You moved in together in 2019, right before the pandemic. So, yeah, I mean, it's really like it was destined. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is really cool. And the fact that, you know, y'all been working together for what, roughly six years now, and both have experiences building businesses in music. And then having that, you know, that, that not not just business relationship, but kind of friendship, right? It it comes out authentically even through y'all's y'all's TikTok, which is which is party shirt. Um, real quick, I just want to spend a moment on that. Like, what was the impetus of creating that like social media account, and like, how did y'all like have y'all been building it ever since? Yeah. Well, I mean, when we started out as DJs, we were like, okay, like what's going to set us apart? And like the person trending at the time was Fisher. And we we're like, why is this guy so big? You know, cause he, and he had like his whole YouTube series, like follow the fish. And he was just like a comedian. So we were like, all right, we have a, we both have a love for like content creation. So we were like, all right, like while we're DJing, let's also make like content, make like funny SNL type skits and just like, honestly, just like crazy videos in general. So we started doing that. And then, um, 
once the pandemic hit, we were like, okay, let's release a song through TikTok. You know, did that song went number one viral on TikTok. So that got us the small following. And then we were like, well, I mean, this is a great app. Like it's, it's only growing from here on out. Like we might as well, and we love content creation. So we might as well just keep, you know, staying relevant on here and putting out content just to like build up another platform. Definitely. And it's, it's fun to see the progression of like the original reason that y'all got into it was to be able to connect with your fans and to be a little bit different with, with your DJing and creating music that eventually went viral and has had a snowball of success that has come in, in this direction. But what's really cool about this is that now you're deciding to kind of pivot and bring some of this energy towards crypto into the NFT space. But really quickly, before we dive into that side, when did y'all even first hear about cryptocurrency or NFTs or any of this? Like how, when when was y'all's first introduction into this space? So mine was around 2017. I sort of, you know, bought bought, uh, bought some Litecoin. Well, like, you know, before that, you'd hear about Bitcoin and stuff on the news. But, you know, when I really got into it, it was 2017, you know, got into some Litecoin when it was like about, you know, $40, started really taking off in that 2017 ICO boom. And then, you know, me and a few friends were thinking about making our own token. And it was going to be called Entertainium. And we wanted to put ticketing on the blockchain. Because we're like, there's this huge problem of scalpers and bots, and you know, this is how we can do it. Where we can, you know, maybe you can resell it for X, Y, Z, right? Like maybe ten percent above, you know, face value. Yes, it's an early version of some sort of NFT stuff, right? Where you know, there's an asset you own and it's in your wallet. Um, but then, sort of, you know, Ticketmaster had a bunch of patents around that, and then the ICO thing just fell out of the ass. And then we'll just, you know, the SEC started getting in, and it was like, is this a security? Is this not? And all that. So we're like, all right, we're probably in over our heads on this. Let's take a step back. And then that's when Ivy and me yeah. really kicked up the gear on Party right. Shirt. And then last year we had gotten into, you know, NFTs just sort yeah. of as day traders. Um, and we'd seen a bunch of influencers sort of jump in the space, but it was like they would stay till mint and they wouldn't even really know what's going on and they'd dip. And so it just felt like icky and just something we didn't really want to touch unless we yeah. knew we could add value. Yeah. So one of our buddies, he had, was a co-founder of the Inbetweeners project with Gian Piero and Justin Bieber. And he used to manage us. He used to work at Scooter Brown Projects. And then so, you know, reached out to us about doing something cool. You know, he had already had a great team and he's like, hey, let's just chat. So we went over, you know, started brainstorming. Ivy came up with the idea of Superstars and pretty quickly we figured out the rest and how we can factor in a part of our career for the long term. Right. Not only do we understand the underlying technologies, we're in it from the mint, we come up with the idea, we're in the Discord grinding with everyone, but this is something that's going to live way, way past mint, right? right? We want it to be till the end of our career, which is hopefully after we die. Um, and then it just makes sense how it would, you know, be a meaningful part of our career and how we could, you know, hold us participate stuff we do, how they could help stuff that we want to do, and it'll just great. Yeah. No, and, and and that is really cool. And and now that we are kind of diving more into superstars and and pretty amazing that you had someone who had already worked with uh, another celebrity group and, you know, not someone very lightly talking about Justin Bieber and what they were able to bring to market to be able to work with that team to be able to bring superstars to market and, and bring that vision alive. And like you said, you want to build something that will outlive you, right? And will build exactly. and bring value to your true fans and to the people who are owning these NFTs. So let's break down superstars. So 
what what are superstars uh yeah. and if they were to mint these you also have a lot of utilities we're talking yes. uh, yeah. events apparel incubator etc tell us a little bit more about that Today's podcast is brought to you by Solads, the creators of Ladopoly, aka the play-to-earn version of Monopoly. Owning a lad will unlock a number of monthly benefits and grant you lifetime access to the club, including the Lad DAO. For Ladopoly, players roll dice to move around the board, and when they land on a property they don't own, they must pay rent before they can roll again. Ladopoly has a ton of utilities, including anyone who mints a board game will receive 5% of every sale of that NFT in the future. There will be in-game taxes, 50% of which go back to board holders monthly. There's a 3% royalty on NFT game board sales with 5% royalty on NFT property sales. Board holders will also be airdropped 50 LAD tokens. Board holders will be airdropped free properties. 50% of all advertising sales will go to board holders. And 10% of version 2 LAD quarterly profits are airdropped to board holders. And one of the best parts of the game is that they will be giving away blue chip NFTs weekly as an in-game achievement. For more information, go to soladsnft.com. Again, that's soladsnft.com. Yeah, so there's there's a ton of different utilities. We got you know the the obvious ones and how they can relate to our fans is right. We've got a movie that we're working on. We've got a cookbook that's pretty much you know we're just in the process of selling it right now. Got a TV show, you know. So we've got all these different traditional things, right? That when you grow up, that's how you envision superstars, right? Like you know, kids these days, there's no difference between a TikToker and a movie star, right? For the most part, but you know, to our generation and older, it is there's a very still clear line. And so we, as we get to these, you know, sort of traditional things and it's like letting everyone feel like that superstar, right? They might be a background actor in our movie if they're a holder, might be able to submit a recipe to our book, might be able to tell us what backdoor caps we should test, you know, might be able to somehow appear in the TV show, like, you know, give them these cool traditional experiences that you can't just sort of buy on eBay. Um, So there's that factor, right, that we've got some other cool stuff, like we're going to give away a bus. Right. We've really... We've got a cool merch lab with Connor Tomatoes. Because that's another thing. A lot of the merch feels very cheesy. It's so merchy, you know? It's like, yeah. no, we actually want to make like something that's like, you could have no, no idea what the project is and just be like, yo, that's a sick t-shirt. Exactly. You know? Like even the Board Ape Your Club merch, it's like, I don't want to say cringy when I see someone wearing it, but it's... I don't know. I, I, you know, if Board Ape Your Club wasn't a thing, would you wear right. it? Fuck no. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to make, yeah, exactly, merge that, like, it, it represents a brand and it tells a story and we've actually got a really cool story about the graphic we're using, but it's like, you don't even have to know what superstars yeah. or NFTs are and you're like, I need that. So we got, you know, some cool stuff on the merge side and also we're talking to a really big box retailer about stocking some of it. So there's going to be some exclusively for the holders, some that, you know, you spread the word, everyone can buy it. And then, so there's stuff on there. You know, the cool thing about where we're at is that because you know, we're over 20 million followers on TikTok, a lot of brands reach out to work with us. And so we've developed these close relationships with these, you know, Fortune 100 companies and we've, you know, we've already proven results to them. So they already are down to work with us on this NFT thing. Okay. That's where I think a lot of NFT projects struggle with, right? You've got undox founders who could be 14 years old as we continually see hiring designers off Fiverr. What big brands gonna? It doesn't matter how much they raise. What big big brands gonna want to work with these people if it could ruin their reputation? 
So I think we're in a very special position of Wedocs. Yeah. We have a long history of great work with brands. They want to dip into the NFT Web3 space and they're looking for the right partners. And there's not a lot yeah. of great partners out there at the moment. So I think we offer something unique in that too, where I think we can bring a lot of these big Fortune 100 companies on, get them on the Web3 space, get them to participate in our project. And I think that's something really unique and really valuable. Definitely. So let's spend a moment there talking about the partnership side of it. Because as you said, uh, there are a lot of undocked NFT projects um, and we have seen um, a lot of not great things come from it. And it, it, we are looking to prop up this NFT space as I believe NFT are, NFTs are the easiest onboarding tool for crypto mass adoption, right? Yes. A lot of people are understanding and are getting more involved in the crypto space, not because they want to go earn, own Bitcoin, Ethereum, et cetera. They want to go own an NFT. They want right. to be part of, of this next wave, aka Web 3.0, and yeah, yeah. be a part of this opportunity. A, a lot of people within the TikTok community can immediately see like, oh, I can make my music turn into an NFT. Oh, I can right. turn my art, turn it into NFT and have it be residual income for the rest of my life. Yeah, um, as you look at your roadmap and things that you're trying to build out and you are looking at potential partners, how do you think you'll be able to work um, hand in hand with them to be able to bring that value? Well, have it be a two-way street where your partners are bringing value to your end customer, of course, or whoever's owning your, your NFT holders. But then of course, for your NFT holders, them being in a place to where it's valuable back to the partners. Like, how do you see that relationship sure, working? Right. You know, I think right now there's a few different things and it's going to, as NFTs move through the different market cycle, it's going to change, right? Right now, NFTs are sort of are very cool in the right way, right? Because it's like, right. it's going from that sort of your mum's basement, you know, with your back acne to like, all right, there's a lot of cool people jumping in the space, celebrities are jumping in the space. So a lot of brands do want to align themselves with Web3 and NFTs but they're just being cautious about what partners they do and how they do it. Right. Because there's so many bad actors still, right? I mean, the Pixel One thing, I'm a holder, sadly, and, you know, complete rug. And so it's like even a project that, you know, raised the most, you know, did all these things, had all these huge people backing it in the space, still proved to be crap. So, you know, I think right now it makes sense for brands just on that side to align themselves. But, you know, we're talking to some other ones, some ghost kitchens about doing yeah. like lifetime offers, right. right? Where if you hold, you know, some of our NFT might have free tacos for life. And so you're able to order from this ghost kitchen, you know, once a day, once a week, whatever it is, and get a free taco. And, you know, it makes sense to them because sort of the same model, why does McDonald's give away stuff for free with the app, right? Because they've got you in there. And then, you you know, you're going to buy a soda, you're going to buy, right. a, you know, a side of, you know, whatever. So I think there's some, you know, valuable in sort of that, you know, the group discount thing, right? How Groupon works, right? It doesn't make sense to give one person this discount, but you give it to 50 people, the economics start to make sense. And so I think there's some stuff around there, you know, obviously it's going to depend on which brand and what the initiative is. You right. know, something we're going to do for a big box retailer might be different than something we do for someone for cosmetics, might be something yeah. we do something for food. So every partnership is unique, but, you know, when you've got, you know, 5,000 holders who are dedicated, who are interested, who, you know, they're going to be putting a lot for the brand, right? It's going to build a connection with them. It starts to make a lot of sense. Definitely. That was actually going to be another question of mine. So for the Mint, uh, whenever that uh, does eventually happen, it'll be for 5,000 unique um, no, no, NFTs 10, or 10,000. Yeah. We're just sort of based on, you know, yeah. how that sort of goes. You normally look at 5,000 holders. I mean, 
ideally more, right? Like ideally we have 10,000 holders, but yeah, you know, right. realistically, right? People like to double down on projects they love. Yeah, exactly. And you end up uh, getting more than one. Now, a secondary question of that, something that was very interesting to me was the concept of having an incubator for your NFT holders and being able to support them across their journey. Can you kind of walk through what that potentially could look like? Like, for example, if you have a young aspiring uh, TikToker that's looking to grow their profile and, and figure out unique strategies, what an incubator potentially look like? finding some of that young talent within it and being able to help them along their journey? Or would it be something where someone has a unique idea to start their own NFT kind of project and you help them along their way? Can you kind of just walk through what that potentially could look like? Yeah. I mean, we've kind of talked about it all, you know, we kind of really want to create a community because it's like me and X, you know, we, we went through the grind, like we didn't have much help. So we know how to do it at the bare minimum floor of just, us too. So we were like, okay, how can we build a community to where we can show these people the shortcuts? We can give them the tips and tricks, you know? And also, not only that, but build a community where you have someone that knows X and you know someone that knows Z. Okay, you guys put your stuff together and then you help each other create your own, you know, almost it's pretty much just like an umbrella, you mm-hmm. know, like just trying to like put out multiple facets of just creation in general and just have the people use their strengths and weaknesses to their ability. hundred percent. You know, it could be, it doesn't even have to be like TikToker with TikToker, exactly, right? It yeah. could be a musician who wants to work with a TikToker to make a song, or it could be, you know, someone trying to crack into acting and we have a famous actor yeah. who's just down to be part of the community and share some of the helpful tips or connect them to the right, you know, agent or manager or whatever. So yeah. really, cause you know, why Combinator? I'm not too sure, you know, if, familiar with the tech space, but you know, why Combinator is sort of that breeding ground of like, you know, you don't learn that much in the startup school, right? Then that, that, you know, them three months for the summer or the winter program. I mean, you know, I'm sure you learn a bit, right? But you could read Paul Graham's essays and probably get the same value. The community and the, the sort of the connections you make there is a true value, right? Because people are going through the same struggles as you. And you also have alumni who have learned, right? right? Exactly. So they have the shortcuts for you. And, you know, we're going to be that early alumni. But as the community grows and as they become yeah. successful, ideally they, you know, stay with the community and then teach the new ones. And it's sort of that, yeah. you know, maybe... You know, have- bringing the people that we know on to yes. like in their specific field to do AMAs and everything like that. And really just, you know, open these people up or our holders up to the world that we are exposed to and the people that we know mm-hmm. that have helped us or in exactly. any field, you know? Yeah, it took us six years to get where we are and it takes some TikTokers three months. So why yeah. is that big gap? How can we shorten that gap for everyone? Yeah, no, that's that's great. And being able to provide resources and being a master connector of people and, and, and resources to help people move along faster is is always powerful. When you, when you talk about, you just made the correlation of... Um, the accelerator, uh, Y Combinator, and even college, right? When you go to college, yes, you're going there for an education, but you're more going for access to the alumni and for the people you're going to be meeting there, right? Because they're going to be future connections to help get you to where you're trying to go into your career. And so a place like Party Shirt and owning one of these superstars, now hopefully you're part of a community that not only will y'all be helping to provide some of these resources, but the people within your own community can help to facilitate some of that as well. 100%. Exactly. exactly. Like, obviously, we're going to lay the seeds of the community, but, you know, we want it to flourish and that it's sort of a self-sustaining and it just continues to grow and get stronger as, 
it's sort of like SNL, right? When people, you know, started SNL and become successful and leave it, it only helps the SNL brand. For sure. And there's um, one of the things that you brought up earlier that I do want to go back and revisit, which I think is extremely unique because I haven't heard this from a lot of NFT projects. The fact that y'all are going in building out a movie, right? So is this going to be something in the sense of your NFT holders potentially can find a way to be involved or they can be part of the profit share when this is mm. movie is a potential success. Like right. how would that potential relationship look like? It, you know, it's really going to depend on how we sell the movie. Cause right. if, like this is our first movie, right? Like you, you, we don't have too much leverage. So we're obviously shopping around to production companies. They sort of take the whole thing and then they try and sell it to a streaming service or, you know, maybe we go direct to theater so it's sort of like that, you know, it's not like a TikTok where it's like we have complete control, you know, yeah. like when you get into these bigger projects, it's like you start having 300, you know, it, like it blows my mind still how many people need to be involved in these sort of traditional things, right? Like you can make a song in your bedroom and put it out and you're like, this is the same as Kanye West making it, but it's like he's got a team of 100 people, you know. So profit sharing, don't know, likely not, right? We're not, but we're not going to be funding the movie with any of That's the min the money, thing, you know? Yeah. Any, yeah, if we're Where it's like if we did create, which because we've we've been in talks, we're like, okay, like say we do mint this, we set up some media properties, we create yes. a podcast. That's something then where we can feed back a percentage exactly. of the profits back into the whole things that we us. start and we don't need right. to sign on a production company or sign right. on this and sign on that. Things that we can just do ourselves or just use, you know, some of the funds from the mint to fund these projects. And obviously, we're going to feed back those profits to the holders. Yeah. But for the movie side, it's going to be more like you're a background actor. Yeah. Maybe you get credits and stuff. And Yeah, that one's tough just because it's so third yeah. party now. Because you've got people putting up $10, $20 million right. to make the movie. You yeah. know, they sort right. of get the say when they put up the money. Yeah. Right. And, and and that's fine. All all the same, it's the fact that for someone who's always wanted to potentially either be a part of a movie production or have their hand in it, now they're at least having access and exposure to that world um, mm-hmm. just from right. being an, an owner of this Right, utility exactly. that is a superstar NFT. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of value that you're trying to pack into this. And I'm sure there's even more that's going to be coming. But yeah. if you had to tell someone right now who's listening to this and they're saying, wow, this is really interesting, or maybe I've never heard of Party Shirt, but what you're saying is really cool. Why would someone want to be a part of this community and own one of these superstars? There's really such a variety of reasons, right? Because yeah. obviously, you know, we want the crypto people to invest too. And look, a lot of these crypto people don't give a fuck about sending in a recipe or being a background actor, right? Like these people are normally anonymous, you know, and they're not going to really... So we want to add value doing these other things, right? These massive brand partnerships, you know, right? doing these more bigger merch retail things where it's almost like creating a clothing brand rather than doing a limited run of a, a merch that I just wouldn't want to ever wear, like... We're, we're done with the Dobrik Logan Paul merch and that's what a lot of these NFT brands are doing and it's just shit. So we're getting away from that. We're yeah. creating a real streetwear brand yeah. almost, you know, and then also create these media properties that are going to feed back and there's going to be some profit sharing. Yeah. So I think those are going to appeal more to sort of those alpha chats and right. the crypto investors. And then we've obviously, you know, 20 million followers. Some of our fans want to get it and interact with us. What we didn't want though is what a lot of influencers do is just make it like a really expensive meet and greet, you know? Yeah. And that's not what we're doing here. Like that's the last no. thing, right? We're going to do the cool DJ events and we're going to give holders access and all, right. you know, that's just a given, but we're not making that the project all about that, which yeah. is what you see from a lot of influencers and it's just yucky. Yeah. We basically just want 
to kind of like everything we do from here on out in our career to be like cohesive with the Web3. So it's almost like, hey, you're investing in the like project party shirt. Like you're going to be in this for our career and it's going to build, you're going to help us yeah. build. You know, yeah. it's just like you're investing in a yeah. stock, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You're not owning a piece of party trip, but you're owning a piece of some of the stuff that we do. Right. Yeah. And, and coming along for the journey. Yeah, a good way of like you kind of just framed it is you're an early investor in the trajectory of our growth. And yeah, right. because you are said early investor, you are going to benefit from uh, the future of our successes and being a part of this journey with us. Yeah. Oh, and I, I want to reemphasize that because you actually just mentioned it. And I really want to pull that out because unfortunately, there has been a lot of in early influencers who have created NFT projects. And I don't want to call them necessarily a rug pull, but yeah. they come out, they mint, they give one thing of value, maybe, and then right. they just disappear and say, right. I minted, I've made all this money and I, you disappear into the, the background. And yeah. um, what I've appreciated, um, you know, before we've gotten on this and even talking through this today is that it sounds like you truly and genuinely have a plan to build this out, have this yeah. be a long-term play and that you aren't in this to make a quick buck and disappear. A hundred percent. And that's why we build a team from the start. Yep. You know, a lot of these projects probably have a developer, someone from Fiverr doing the graphics and like, that's it. But where we have an office in Venice, well, which is just at someone's house, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, 10 of us working on the project, like a really talented, yeah. you know, community manager, designer, you know, sort of operations guy, sort of CEO guy, you know, just sort of everyone. And we've got a developer who went to, you know, Brown, really smart kid. And so we've got a really core team that I love working with and yeah. that we're excited to work with for yeah. however next long. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, I forgot what I was even going to say right there. What were we just talking about? <laughs> this no, you're all good. Basically just the reason why this isn't going to be a, a project. Oh, that disappears. Yeah, okay. So, you know, like, and right off the bat too, we were like, okay, We've kind of been slow on the rollout in terms of publicly, like, you know, and getting everyone in the Discord because we're like, okay, we want to lock down like partnerships with brands and the utility. So it's like, once we do mint, we can be like, all right, guys, like, congrats on your, your holding, whatever. We have bam, 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 yes. bam set up for you guys because it's like you set it up early. So it buys you that time to start working on those bigger projects too. So they're not just sitting around waiting, being like, okay, well, what am I getting right now? Maybe I've talked to them. I've done a meet and greet, but I want to see some like yeah. something that's truly special, you know? Because the NFT community, as soon as you give them something, it's like, what's next, what's next, right. what's next? So we do want to have those things set up yeah. so that they know they're getting value. And it's not like, oh, don't tell me I just got another Medicard rug pull bullshit. Right. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of the NFT space is what have you done for me lately? Not uh, yeah, yeah. what have you set up? So right. uh, at least y'all are trying to, to get in front of that. And um, yeah. yeah, again, I'm, I know I'm excited to see what uh, becomes of superstars and I'm looking forward to to the Mint. Um, as we look through this, I always like to wrap up with a couple of fun questions at the end to, to wrap things up. Yeah. Um, I can't have y'all on the show without asking this um, simply because I'm sure there's a lot of diehard uh, party shirt fans that are listening oh, to this and people who are on TikTok. Stop asking. <laughs> not, not, not just the whitelist. I mean, of course, it'd be great to get the whitelist, but uh, more than that is for those who are just starting their social journeys and they're yeah. trying to build their brand, they're trying to build that community. What would you say are like one to two pieces of wisdom that you've learned that you can impart to them? One thing we've already said, first and foremost, we always say to everyone, 
everything is cringe until it's not cringe. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And if you own it, you own it. It'll. It, yeah, that's the thing. Like you know? everything is corny. It's just choosing what brand of corny you're going to be. Yeah. You know, like you could describe anything cool, and the way you could describe, you could make it sound corny. You know. It's really how you look at it. So you just got to be like, fuck it, you know, don't care what people yeah. think. Um, and you just really have to push yeah. past that. If you push past that, that's, you know, half the work. The second part is just being consistent. Yeah, patience right? and consistency. You know, you it know. took us six years to get where we're at today, really five years before we saw any sort of traction. Yeah. You know, at any point we could have given up and said, this isn't working, right? Some yeah. people try something for two weeks, it doesn't work and they give up. You know, so imagine... Yeah, it's a it's a mental thing. It's really just survival. It's just a game of survival. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's all mental game. Yeah, you, know? you just gotta have the willpower because you keep going. It's gonna happen eventually. You know? It's a, you know, everyone's different. It's gonna happen at a different time for everyone. But if you stick to it and you believe in yourself, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's tough seeing like you see like Charlie D'Amelio at seventeen get a hundred million followers, or Addison Ray get like eighty million at nineteen, and you can think like I'm so late, this isn't gonna yeah. happen, this isn't for me. Yeah. But you know, and actors too, right? You said he is in day or a Tom Holland, you're like, damn, they're twenty and they're the biggest thing in the world. You know, this I've missed the boat. But you really yeah. gotta look at what about the other ninety percent? You know, how old was Brad Pitt when he blew up? How old was Christopher Walken when he blew up? How old was, you know, Madonna, when she had her first hit, I don't know, she could have been younger. But for a lot of people, it's like we see these cases of young, super successful, yeah. and we hyper-focus on them. But there's so many other major, major yeah. players that are, you know, way older than like, yeah. you know. And everything's always evolving too. So it is always going to be fresh. Like even when me and X got on TikTok, we were like, oh, it's, we're, we're too yeah. late. Like totally. we're going to be able to grow, but we're not going to be, you know, like everyone who's a superstar on TikTok is like, that's who it's going to be from here on out. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, I think a way I like to construct it is, Every, if, if you're running a race, let's say everyone's running a marathon right now, you have some absolute sprinters who are going to finish way before you. But exactly. like whatever your pace is, is your pace. You just got to yeah, stick yeah. with it and not give exactly. up on the race. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you're going to finish, you know? And then the thing is, you might, you know, turtle in the hair. Like there's a lot of people who, when I, you know, we've been cracking on since 2015, trying to make this happen in some sort of way, who would, you know, were the biggest things since sliced bread. Now they'd be lucky to get, you know, 10 views on a tweet, you know, and it's just sort of like, it's about, you know, it really is a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely appreciate that, that insight and wisdom. And I'm sure uh, everyone listening is as well. Now you brought it up. So I'm going to keep it going for people who want to potentially get on a whitelist. What would it take for them to be able to participate in that? Yeah, we have a few different things. We've got, got something called auditions, you know, which is more, which is like, hey, we've got a few ideas, whether you want to make your own fact or cap or your own snack or yak, or, you know, we've got this funny thing with, you know, uh, get your grandma to say, party show told me I'm a superstar. And so we've got that thing for the fun people who want to be content creators, yeah. for the people who are more shy, um, you know, you can hit, like if you hit B list on our Discord, which I believe is level five to 10. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to get automatic whitelist on that. And then we have some other things. So what I recommend to everyone is just jump in the Discord, hop in there. Everyone's super helpful. Feel yeah. free to ask any questions. Just click on that whitelist tab and you'll find something everyone can do. Yeah. and we, we That's the thing too. We always keep things kind of fresh in there. So it's like, you know, 
There's, there's always different ways to yeah. get whitelisted in there, and we want to give that a ton. So yeah, we want to we want to make it as you know. Obviously, yeah. we still want to add value to being on the whitelist. Right. We don't want to be just like you're right. in, right? But we want to make it like you're not like a crazy grind or right. Like, a like the, or the grinding in the Discord is just so like brain melting these days. We're like, no, you, let's do one option is you know grind maybe a little. You yeah. know, level five isn't crazy, you know, but like. We have games in there, yeah. you know, like a but like trivia nights, like stuff like that. So we want to really like create the community to have fun in there. Good, and it, it's good that y'all are putting those things in place because, as as y'all know, some of the chores that some of these uh, Discord groups make you do to to get on a whitelist can be uh, a it's, job. it's a full time job, and it's yeah. so disheartening when you're like, okay, like. I just physically don't have that much time in the day yeah. to like to dedicate to that, you know. And then it's like you got to meet sad. Project B to potentially get and whitelist yeah, on Project crazy. A, or or the people that are like you got to buy this merch to maybe get a whitelist. It's like, what are they going to do with that shit merch that they probably wouldn't even wear if they had the thing? Imagine buying the merch and you don't get the whitelist. What the hell do you do? <laughs> yeah. Right. Then then what? Yeah. Uh, so sounds like y'all have a good process for that. So for everyone listening, yeah. if you're interested in getting the whitelisted, you just got a couple ways to go do that. Uh, so make sure you do it. But um, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. As we kind of wrap up here, I always like to finish on the final fun question, which is what is a final thought that each of you would like to leave with everyone listening here today? You know, I mean, I in guess- terms of like crypto NFT or just anything. anything, it can be on anything. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll make one about Web3 NFTs and I can make it about something else. Let me try to think though. Mm. I mean, the thing is, is just like, I think, you know, an interest just more about the space as a whole. I think we're going to need Docs founders going forward because every day there's a new project proving why it's a bad, that it's not, yeah, squiggles, you know, Pixelmon. And it's like, who are these people? Where's where, like Pixelmon spent less than an ETH on an Upwork developer to make artwork for a project they minted seventy million. Now, if that person's name and face was there from the start, would have they done that? Because there's consequences, you know. Without consequences of like scamming seventy million dollars, right? You go to Target once you steal over five hundred dollars, you got a felony. But it's okay to steal seventy million dollars of Ethereum. So you know, I think we're going to need more and more Docs founders with actual roadmaps, with an actual plan, especially as the big money comes into the space, they're not going to be wanting to work with, you know, undocked 14-year-olds. Agreed. Yeah, that was great. I mean, for me, I guess just like really be aware of the situation you're in and seize whatever you need to do. Just basically with anything, you know, like at this point in our career, like this is just the example, like, we have all these projects like coming up. So we were like, when we were presented with the N- NFT idea, we were like, okay, yeah, this is actually perfect. Yes. Like we do like, we can supply like a lot of utility. We can now build this into our careers for the rest of our lives because we're actually working on projects that are gonna, you know, hopefully surpass us one day in longevity. Right. But yeah, I mean like that... And then the never give up. That's too. really, Always you know, never. Yourself, you and know. it's like, it's one of them things that you hear, you hear, you hear, and it doesn't make sense until it makes sense to it, you. Exactly. You know, some, yeah. Something happens to everyone where it clicks you know? and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Because there were sense. like, there were a couple of years, like the first three years of Party Share in general, me and X were kind of like, we'd have really good months and then we'd kind of like go like on a little yeah. hiatus of like, 
working off the project and then like, you know, so it is just Because we were maintaining full-time jobs, you right, know. It's exactly, not like we're yeah. just rich kids yeah. acting like sort of just, you right. know, no. parents are funding our little creative life. Yeah, like, it's like we're working all day and then we come back. It's so hard to like, you know, just be have the, the mental, you know, strength to start working on something else you're passionate about. So, you know, patience... You stick into the grind, regardless if it's for 10 minutes a day, you know, if that's all you can get in, that's all you can get in, you know, but yeah, really just like, because you only have one mic, you might as well do what you want, or at least attempt to do what you want yeah, the whole time. That's it. They, they, the number one regret, you know, when someone, she worked in hospice, she wrote a great book on it, but probably seen it, the five regrets of people dying. The number one regret besides love, besides family and all that important stuff is always, I wish I had the courage to live the life I wanted to live. Yeah. So that's a great final thought of, like you said, seize the moment, seize this day. It's a marathon. Keep persisting. It's not always going to be easy, but just do some 10 minutes a day and keep it pushing. And it, yeah. it, it, it comes, but you have to just stay the course and a lot of amazing opportunities will, will come from it. So uh, I appreciate both of y'all's final thoughts. I Thank think you. both of those were amazing. I appreciate y'all's time for Anyone that's looking to learn more about Party Shirt and also to learn more about Superstars, what are ways that people can connect with you? We've got a website right now, superstars.world, superstars.world. You can hop on there, link to the discords of the Twitter and all of that. You could also go on Twitter and just type in Superstars NFT or, you know, at Party Shirt on Twitter and find the Discord and the Superstars link through there. So check it out. Obviously, we're on, you know, TikTok, we're on YouTube at Party Shirt. But if you want to learn more about the project, hop over to Twitter, hop over to the website and you know maybe there'll be a link somewhere here uh, just directing you to there. Absolutely. We'll have all those links in the show notes. Well, again, I appreciate both of y'all for staying by. Everyone listening, make sure... Absolutely. Everyone listening, make sure you go check them out and do what you can on their Discord to try to get whitelisted. And of course, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's podcast review comes from Chikinzi. Nice podcast and a must follow for everyone in the blockchain industry. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews, and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. 
We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.